<laughs> Look, the giant chicken's Boba Fett. It is useless to resist. Taking one last look, sir. At my friends. <laughs> it worked! We're back! I see the Facebook post, so I'm going to assume they were on Facebook. <laughs> I saw it on YouTube on my phone. Woo! Welcome! If you missed us last week, guess what? So did everybody else. We sat and talked for over an hour about this episode, The Heiress, and we, for some reason, we were live and recording. It looked fine on our end, and... Nothing happened. Nothing happened. <laughs> and the recording for stream uh, for Streamlabs was bad, and I don't... It was just... It was all kinds of wonky, but that's okay. We're back. We're back. It's working good. There's Chewy's butt, even in case you've missed Chewy's butt. <laughs> no, all the pieces are falling right into place. Everything <laughs> is is golden. Um, I'm sorry. I missed Mondays, and I'm sorry about that. I missed MCU Mondays. I'm sorry. We will be back with that next week, but we'll talk about that later. We've we'll have two episodes of Loki to discuss. That's all. That's all. It's all good. So tonight. We are talking about the heiress. This is again, again, Debbie. I'm. I, I apologize for putting us through this the second time. <laughs> no, I blame Streamlabs. It's Streamlabs' fault. They're putting us yeah, through this episode a second time. We had the timer up on back here on our side of YouTube, and it was recording. I mean, yeah, like they said. Recording. It was over an hour, and then when I went to try and go watch it the next day, because I usually try to listen and watch, you know, at work the next day, and I was, it still said upcoming. I was like, that is not good. <laughs> I went and looked. I tried to look for the recordings through Streamyard, and it was like, we don't see any recordings. I was like, oh no, it was a bad, bad day. But at you. least, at least it was only. Thursday. So MCU Mondays went off without a hitch last week. So that was good. It must have just been a fluke in the system. That's okay. Well, we we're still good. We can still talk about the errors. So let's talk about that for a minute. Um, where did we where did we leave off on this one? Oh, they, uh, they were crawling to the uh, yeah. They're limping into the planet Trask. After being attacked by the ice spiders, yeah, lame episode. <laughs> and then, and then, as I mentioned, I'm not even going to say. It. You know what? Most of this stuff that I'm going to talk about tonight, I mentioned last week, so I'm not even going to say. As I mentioned last week, kitty, kitty, dumb cat. Mine stays on the floor. But um, so I won't even mention. Hey, as I said last week, no, 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 no. We'll just we'll. This is brand new. Um. This had, one, this had an amazing landing sequence to it. I love the way he landed this because it was it was almost comical because it was like, you know, we're coming in too fast and they're slow down, slow down, you're gonna crash. Okay, hit the hit the thrusters and they That's hit the thrusters and then they go and they fall off the edge. And it was just <laughs> it was almost like one of those cartoons where it's like stop, 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 stop. Oh yeah. Oh, and then it happens. Everything higgledy piggledy. <laughs> Yeah, you know, the, the the vehicle comes to a complete stop, and you think it's fine, and then it just goes. <laughs> you know what? You said that, and and I'm, I'm suddenly reminded, and and I don't know why this popped into my mind. I watched uh, Speed the other day with Keanu Reeves and uh, Sandra Bullock, mm -hmm. 
Mm. And that one scene at the very end where the train crashes out of the tunnel and it's sliding along the ground, smashing everything in sight. And then it, it comes to a stop and it, that one car just kind of taps that one little car. And that guy gets out of the car. I can't believe he hit me. Oh, man. <laughs> <laughs> it was hilarious. Yeah. And that, that was probably the most realistic thing about that movie. Yeah. No, that movie was great. <laughs> No, that that, that that is a fun movie. That was a that that was an awesome movie. Think of it this way: in a couple of years, you'll get a tiny pension and a cheap gold watch. Cool. <laughs> so, yeah, Keanu's awesome. We love Keanu. So, if you're watching Keanu, we'd love to have you on. You can talk about Star Wars with us. That'd be great. But anyway, I digress. So they land, the frog lady finds her frog husband, and he's going to obey. They, they, they hired the Mon Calamari to fix their ship, and that was kind of a, a funny exchange as well. Can you fix it? Well, I can put gas in it. So... Um, the ATCT, I did mention that one last week, which is the all-terrain crane transport that picked up the ship out of the water. I don't know if that's what that was, but I like it. So, Oh, Alex is on online with us tonight. How are you, Alex? No, Andrew. Andrew, I'm sorry. Ah, God. I am a horrible, horrible person. I'm sorry, Andrew. I apologize. It's been a day. I'm going to start calling you Doug. <laughs> All right, I'm fine with that. I deserve that. I had that coming. Yeah, you, <laughs> yeah, you're Doug and you're Deborah. Yeah. Oh no! Oh, no. whoa! That was a big Chewy's butt. <laughs> Can't make up her mind where she's going. I was hoping she'd go lay down in her bed. Oh, but... oh it's not. It's not Chewy. It's Chastity. I'm sorry. <laughs> And Cam is still Cam because we just can't change Cam. <laughs> That's too cool. No, I, 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 can't, I can't tell you how many times I would introduce myself to one of my patients as Cam. And, and they look at me square in the eyes and say, okay, how you doing, Kim? <laughs> Whoa. And I'm, I'm just like, is that racist? Uh, racist? Yeah. <laughs> tiny, maybe just a tiny little bit. <laughs> That's got to be rough, especially if you happen to have one of the uh, the the. I'm not even going to say that name because mine will go off. Every time you call her, no, I'm not talking to you, dumb machine. <laughs> <laughs> Echo dot. Anyway, um, so he gets the he's getting his ship fixed. They go get uh, they're trying to find they're trying to find other Mandalorian. Um, and they end up with this this band of pirates. Well, and actually, I think Debbie, you had said something about this too. The they actually uh, this was one of the times there was twice in this episode where Grogu's food tried to eat Grogu versus you know <laughs> that, like last last episode he was all about eating them stupid eggs, and then in this one it's. 
he's being he's being attacked. He he got attacked by his chowder, and then again at the end, we'll see. But, uh, I don't I, I don't remember because I I didn't get the chance to watch the episode. I'm just going purely based off of memory here. But it, but is this the episode where like that octopus thingy jumps out of the bowl and sticks to his face? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, okay. it's an, it's an alien, alien moment. Alien moment. <laughs> Even though there was kind of an alien moment in the spider episode too, with the the eggs that yeah that opened up and yeah, yeah. A, lot of, a lot of callbacks to that uh, that movie. So anyway, uh, they get the uh, they get to the 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 quarren, and as as I I don't know if this is uh, predominant in current canon, but I know in old EU lore and um, I guess what's now legends, the quarren and the moncals were always kind of they were Rival. enemies rivals they yeah they butted heads with each other it's, and the same thing was with the uh like kind of like the trandoshans and the um and the wookies and that was always kind of a a, a rivalry between them a, a bitterness and and it's somebody just turned my printer on <laughs> Yeah, you can see the rivalry in Clone Wars. I couldn't tell you what season, but uh, there's a Mon Calamari prince, and then the corn, and uh, I think there's another one. I think they look like sharks, and I can't remember what they're called, but they're all trying to take over because they all want to be king, prince, whatever, of the planet so yeah. there's a big big fight it's like a two or three story arc so so this kind of relates to that <laughs> but we're with his with the face the face <laughs> hugger awesome so yes we so we have the uh they end up with the Quarren. The kid is uh, they're tricked into into. Oh, I know where they are. You come with us on our ship, and then they they end up with this. Oh, come watch this thing being fed. Come watch Mama us. Lower, <laughs> let, let, come come watch us lower the cow to the Velociraptors real quick. Let us show you how that's done. And of course, it wasn't just the cow. It was a here we're lowering this in, and hey, we're gonna kick you in too. And this was this was one of those things. I think Dave Filoni looked at this and said, "You know what? Last season we had the the scout trooper that that punched Baby Yoda, and he became one of the most hated people in the Star Wars universe. I mean, even more globally hated than Jar Jar, because you you, you just don't punch you don't punch Baby Yoda." And I think they wanted to do the same kind of thing where, but they wanted to make someone who was even, you know, we're not just going to punch him. We're going to kick him into the mouth of this monster. <laughs> and sure, it happened. And, and of course, father instincts kicked in and no, when he jumped in right after him. And they're after the Beskar, apparently. That Beskar will be ours. And then he's saved. 
and he is saved by none other than Bo-Katan. Our be- Cam, you're muted. I didn't hear you. I'm sorry. <laughs> yeah, you, you, you said they were saved by, and I said the Powerpuff Girls. Oh, well, <laughs> the Powerpuff Girls. No, Bo-Katan. We love Bo-Katan. And, and this was, uh, it's, I, I've, 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 I'm not going to say that. I don't want to say that. I, I like the continuity of this. Bo-Katan was voiced by Katie Sackhoff in mm-hmm. The Clone Wars. And now they've brought this character to a live version. And, of course, they bring Katie Sackhoff in as Bo-Katan. I, I like that type of continuity within things to where it's like it, at least you know it sounds the same was road was rosario dawson a poor choice for ahsoka when um uh now i can't even think of her name ashley Eckstein. Ashley Eckstein. yeah when uh, you know was she a poor substitute not at all she was great would i have been okay with ashley doing ahsoka heck yeah am i fine with the way rosario portrayed ahsoka yeah, it's great. It's awesome. Love it. So it, I just it, there's there's a part of me that likes the continuity of things, and and I'm glad Katie did decided to do this one. And of course, Katie's been all over the place. She was great in Firefly. Firefly, uh, Battlestar, Battlestar Galactica. That was the one I was thinking of with Battlestar Galactica. I think she did. She it seems like she guest spotted on Star Trek as well, but maybe not. She cameoed a few times in the Big Bang Theory. Hey, yeah, and that's even better. <laughs> those were those were some of the best episodes too, because she was well. One of them she was with uh, George Takai, and that was oh, a, yeah. that was a great one. And the, the, they're <laughs> narr- they're narrating Howard and Bernadette from the back seat. That's not what a woman wants. How do you know? I I read. That <laughs> <laughs> was awesome. So, yeah. and pl- uh, and pl- plus, Katie Sackhoff can do can do a lot of her own stunts. So she she she's able to, you know, not just commit to the acting, but commit to the physical presence of the character. So right. that, that really helps too. And and I, I really enjoyed his reaction too, because it was the same reaction he had with. Um, uh, no, I can't think of his name. The Marshal. Um, Top Van. Yeah, Cobb Vanth. When he saw Cobb Vanth and Cobb Vanth walked in and takes the helmet off, and he's like, oh, you're not a Mandalorian. And these three that just saved his posterior take off their helmets, and they're like, he's like, where did you get that armor? She's like, um, I've had this armor for three generations. It's been in my family kind of thing. And uh, come to find out, he is a... Uh, he is cultist. the he is the religious <laughs> zealot, if you will, the, the child of the watch. Child of the watch, and we discussed this last week. Child of the watch. I think that has been confirmed that it was an offshoot of the Death Watch, which was featured prominently in the Clone Wars, which actually Bo-Katan was actually a part of. So, again, poetry. Everything's coming full circle. Yeah, well, when those three showed up, you know, all decked out in their armor and stuff, I, 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 I was sure that one was Bo-Katan. I didn't know who, uh, 
the man Axe Woes was, but you know, whatever. But that, but the other one, I forget her name. Uh, Cosca. Yes, Cosca Reeves. Um, uh, her armor looked very similar to Sabine, and so when she showed up, I was like, <gasps> "Is it Sabine? Did they? No, no." <laughs> it's like, oh, it's that girl I've never seen before. Oh, <laughs> oh. <laughs> Bears beats Battlestar Galactica. So anyway, um, he says, you're not Mandalorians. He flies off, takes the child with him. He lands. The other Quarren shows up and said, "You, you killed my Paul. I mean, my 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 brother. You slew my brother." <laughs> and these three, <laughs> these three, jump in and save his butt again. Again, I don't think he would have had a problem fighting off these Quarren, but at least let us buy you a drink <laughs> gotta give the new character something to do everybody wants to see Bo-Katan in action and that was the whole thing so we just we just have to see her moving around and doing things so uh basically she this this is this is and I know Dave Gramillion when this season was playing out he he said something oh this seems like a whole lot of uh you do this and we'll help you do this. And then that progresses to the next step, progresses to the next step, progresses to the next step, which is, I think, Cam, you said this. It's a lot like a comic book. It's, you know, you, you read the one episode and you're kind of left with a cliffhanger and, oh, well, we've got to got to do this next thing. But to do this next thing, we got to help this person do the next thing. So it's like, it's like a video game side quest or a video game side quest. Yeah. yeah you, you have your main story quest, but in order to progress in that main story quest, you have to go and talk to all these people who are going to give you a bunch of side quests to do. Yep. <laughs> and, and I got, I, I understand, you know, sometimes the necessity for that type of storytelling. Uh, it, it just, sometimes it doesn't quite work for me because I'm just like, Oh, come on. We just did this. <laughs> you know, I want I want to get to the meat of the story, and you're telling him to go here so he can talk to this person, so that this person can tell him to go here and find this person. And it's like, because that that's how it went. You know, that that they said, "Hey, go find Bo-Katan. and Bo-Katan's like, "Hey, go find Ahsoka." Yeah. <laughs> and even then, we don't get Ahsoka in the next episode. That was one of the. I was I was ready for Ahsoka in the next episode when this first aired, and they made me sit through another. <laughs> oh, I need to go get my ship fixed first. And then, but to do that, I've got to go help them take out a, that's another episode. That's the next episode. We'll talk about that later. Hi, Travis. How are you? Favorite part is the Razor Crest. Yeah. Razor Crest falling in the water and that Mon Cal shaking his head. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's something I've always liked about Star Wars is its sense of humor. Yeah. I mean, you, you didn't see that so much in the prequels because everybody was just the Whoa. whole time. Whoa. <laughs> it was overdone, at least in episode one, in my opinion. Mostly with Jar Jar, though. No, all, no, all with Jar Jar. Yeah, <laughs> all with Jar Jar. They had the one scene where Jar Jar, uh, they're, they're loading the pods and they're bringing them out onto the, the field. 
And hey, Michael, how are you? We're talking about the same episode. He was here last week, too, by the way. (laughs) (laughs) Um, But uh, in episode one, you had the, the scene they're bringing the pods out and They've got those creatures tied to the pods, and Jar Jar looks at one of them, and it 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 farts on him. And I'm like, oh, really, George? Really? We're going to resort to fart jokes? Seriously? Yeah. I mean, you're already making this character silly and goofy. We don't need a fart joke on top of it. Kids like fart jokes, and that's probably why it was in there, because he writes this for the kids, not us. One thing that bugged me that improved next season is how Bo-Katan is always smiling randomly and says her lines like she's voicing a cartoon. Well, she did for several years. (laughs) She couldn't get out of that mode. Mentally, she's still in the booth. Yeah. (laughs) No, sorry. For some reason, Streamlabs screwed up on us last week and... Nothing happened. Nothing. My, happened. Michael, did you ever stop and consider the fact that maybe you were the problem? Ooh. <laughs> maybe you only have a, a face for radio. That's what it is. <laughs> or TikTok, because he does our juju. TikTok. Oh yeah, he does our TikTok. So can't be, can't be that. Yeah, I love a good fart joke. No. Eh, I don't know about. No, so, so Not in what... Star Wars. Star Wars is sacred. What I want to know is is why Boss Nass appointed Jar Jar, who has had no military experience whatsoever, a as general a- of his army. And uh, what did he do as general? Not a damn thing. My my give up. My give up. Yeah. Oh, way to go. Way to go, Jar Jar. <laughs> but um. And honestly, I was expecting it in The Force Awakens. I saw it coming. There was a setup for it. And I was like, oh, please don't do that at all. And that was the scene where uh, Finn was walking out of the desert. He's looking for water. And that big rhinoceros-looking thing is sitting there slurping at the water. And he dunks his head in. Well, it backs up and you see that thing's butt. And I'm like, oh, please don't. Please don't do a fart joke here. You're just going to ruin this for me. And he didn't. Thank you, JJ, for not doing a fart (laughs) joke. See, JJ's not all bad. He's not all bad. He's not all bad. Wow, really? Okay. <laughs> I'm not I'm not I'm not mad at you. No I judging might, here. I might have a difference of opinion, but I'm not mad at you. If you if you like Jar Jar, go for it. Uh, he had a purpose, and I think he filled that purpose. He did whether he did. As some of the adult Star Wars fans liked it or not, that's their uh, problem. Uh, if the, if there's if there's ten trillion residents in the galaxy, in terms of my favorite ones, Jar Jar would be you know nine hundred ninety nine billion nine hundred ninety nine million nine hundred ninety nine thousand hundred ninety nine. Yeah, there you go. Okay. Uh, obviously, the bottom of the list is Sebulba because screw him. Yeah, I was I was never a fan of Sebulba either. <laughs> I don't know about that. I think I can't I th- believe he had a girlfriend. I think episode two helped me like him a little bit better because he was barely in it for one thing, 
but then of course he he serves his purpose and he he, he set up the, the downfall he the, caused the downfall of the, of the republic, republic. <laughs> poetic justice <laughs> so uh and then in episode three it was he was even better i don't even think he had a line in episode three did he he did actually. So, uh, so uh, whenever uh, after the first, yeah, after the opening, after they've landed and they're and they're back at the um, the Senate Palace or whatever the hell it is, uh, as they're all walk- walking away, you see one shot of Jar Jar. He's walking next to somebody, and uh, the person who's walking to you says, "Watch it," and he says, "Excuse me." Oh. And you and you can tell it's audio ripped from episode Something one. Else. Yeah. So Ahmed Best didn't even get that line. It was like that scene in The Simpsons where uh, uh, Homer was voicing the dog on the Itchy and Scratchy show, and he met the voice of Itchy and Scratchy as this lady, and she's like, oh, I did the voice of the Roadrunner, and she goes, meep, and he said, don't you mean meep, meep, and she said, no, no, they were paying me by word at that point, and they only wanted me to go meep, so they only had to pay for one word, and then they just doubled it every time. Oh, that's yeah, that, that's an interesting theory. Yeah, purpose is that Qui Gon gives him a chance, making Obi Wan to be more outgoing. The saga begins with the taking of a chance on Jar Jar, and ending with Luke taking a chance on the Ewoks. I'll buy that. <laughs> Imagine if they had had Ray relate. Ray, Ray related as let me learn how to talk to Jar Jar. So at the end of the Rise of Skywalker, she said, I am Ray, Ray Binks. Ray, Ray, Ray Binks. Ray, Ray Binks. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Uh, all of a sudden, her eyes grow up out of her head. She gets long, floppy ears. And her nose she, <laughs> um, but breaks the fourth wall, looks at the camera, and says, you say in big doo doo this time. <laughs> uh, so yes, lots of Star Wars, not a lot of Mandalorian, but that's okay. <laughs> where, where are we going? Tangents? We're allowed. <laughs> well, to be fair, this is the second time you've talked about this episode in a week. So. Oh yeah, that's true. You're <laughs> you're absolutely right. So. What more can you say? <laughs> so and and. You know, I'm I'm sitting here thinking, okay, what did we talk about last week? I don't remember. We went through the episode, and we did a few things, and we had a few laughs, and anyway, and you know what? I I would buy that too, because um, if you watch the uh, he was supposed to be the Phantom Menace, he's talking about Jar Jar here, and uh, and you laughed at that, but um. They had uh, there's a scene in uh, in the if you watch the making of episode one, you know, it's like a step by step. You know, they here's we're setting it up and here's the script and we're doing the table reads. And there's one part in there where George Lucas says we need to make Jar Jar work. Jar Jar is the key to all of this. This is what's going to make this work. So, Michael, you laugh at he was supposed to be the Phantom Menace, but. Maybe he was. But Jar Jar was key because he's the one that does the vote of confidence. 
Yep. And gives gives uh old Palpy emergency powers. So yeah. He doesn't go for the vote of no confidence. That was Padme. Yes, Padme did the vote of no confidence, but uh Jar Jar uh not you're, you're not you're not thinking the no confidence, Debbie. You're thinking of uh emergency powers. Whatever. <laughs> I I don't know I th- I I could have sworn I'd heard you say that he did the vote of no confidence but maybe I heard you wrong I'm so I'm so no like, I did say tonight. that I did say that okay yeah that 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 was I think uh, that that was Padme I think in episode one what oh that yeah that that was when Palpatine was uh, on the podium with her it and, was uh, it was uh, oh what was his name Chancellor Valorum. Norm. Chancellor, actually, it was Norm. Chancellor. It was Chancellor Zod. Kneel before Zod. He was Zod, wasn't he? <laughs> yes, he was. <laughs> yep. I'd like uh, to vote for a vote of no confidence in Chancellor Valor. Kneel before Zod. <laughs> awesome. Uh. Michael said, we talked about how Sam Witwer should play a live-action mall. We did talk about that. Well, technically he did play a live-action mall. He just played, he just did the voice. <laughs> well, but and we live-action. I, I, I still, we, I think we had talked about it to where if we could get Sam to do the live-action and the voice and everything and then the stunt work be done by Ray Park. I think we would be. I think you could pull off a good mall live action. Well, Ray Park did a good mall live action by himself, but I think there's a height difference though between the two of them as well, though. Yeah, I, I think Sam's a little bit taller because I think Ray Park is like five five. He's, oh, he's, he's a, a shorty. I didn't. I knew it was short, but I didn't know it was that short. Yeah, he's he's not a very tall guy, but uh. And Sam's uh, like six one or six two. Yeah, and was he that um, short? He, I don't remember him looking that short up against Qui Gon. I could be was, wrong. He was wearing elevator shoes. <laughs> yeah, but but uh, <laughs> back in the back in the Phantom Menace, uh, you know, you had Ray Park as the body, but uh, his voice was. Uh, it wasn't uh, Sam. It no, was... it wasn't Sam. It was Peter Serafinowitz. Uh, he's the sommelier in John Wick too. Oh, okay. I haven't seen John Wick. I only saw the first John Wick. So, oh, okay. Well, I'm. So, I, I, it's on my <laughs> list of things. It's got Keanu in it, so it's got to be good. I'm not. I'm not saying I don't want to see it. Don't 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 get me wrong on that. I just. I just haven't sat down and watched it. So I'm. I'm still working on. Uh, what was it you told me to watch? Uh, the House of. Usher, the fall of the house. Fall of the house of Usher. I'm still working on that one. Game of Thrones. I need to apparently watch. It's there's a lot of things. I still haven't started Game of Thrones. Have you watched the last Starfighter yet? No, David. No, I haven't. (sighs) Blasphemy. I know. I don't think I've ever watched it. I thought about watching the never-ending story the other day because I've never seen it. The never-ending story. You never saw the never... Don't watch the never-ending story 2 or the never-ending story 3. Only watch the first one. Yeah, I don't... Know, I only know the song from uh, 
Stranger Things. Oh. Yeah. See, I haven't watched Stranger Things either, and that's oh all about. God. <laughs> I, I'm a horrible person. What can I say? <laughs> I pray you. No. It, okay. You go watch Never Ending Story there, Debbie. And when Atreyu gets to the swamps of sadness with his horse, go, oh, go, get, go get you a <laughs> box of tissues. God, the, the, these the, these location names from the 80s were so, like, uh, like <laughs> so <laughs> ham-fisted. The, four, the, the, the swamp of sadness. The one I, there was the another one. Uh, of no return. Uh, the uh, in re uh, return to Oz, the deadly desert. <laughs> <laughs> the deadly desert. The dark forest. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Hey, land of eternal stench. Oh, wow! What was that one on? Oh, that was from Labyrinth. Oh. Pfft. David Bowie. Yeah. I, I saw that in the 80s, and I I rewatched it again in the, I don't know, early 2000s. And I'm like, why did I watch this? I, it's as People rave about that movie, and I'm just like, I don't, I don't care for it. Labyrinth? No. Yeah, Labyrinth. That one in the Dark Crystal. And I get hate for that one. You didn't like the Dark Crystal? Uh, yeah, what? It was okay. I just... Oh, my God. Wasn't my cup of tea. I liked the Muppets. I didn't like the, the Elflings or whatever. I wasn't really a big fan of Labyrinth either. I mean, it's a, it's a fun movie to watch, you know, if you're a kid, sure, because, you know, ooh, you know, kind of scary imagery, puppetry, all that stuff. But as an adult, you're watching, you're just like, oh, God, this is really, really cheesy. And, and Je Jennifer Connelly... She, she's cool and all, but man, she is not a great actor. And and God help me, I don't like looking at David Bowie's bulge. So <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I mean, that's I'm looking at it going, oh, who? I swear, I I, I swear that, that thing is just as much an actor as he is. <laughs> I, I never noticed that back when it first oh, came out bullshit. and oh bull yeah uh, i was a kid i wasn't paying attention but yeah but during the rewatch um i think it was last year i rewatched it i was like oh my god how did I was back to this as a kid <laughs> mommy why does he have a croissant in his pants <laughs> what oh, oh. oh. Lord have no, mercy. You know what? <laughs> no hate no hate here. If that's the way you think, then so, that's uh, the so, way you think. We just so, so we will we will agree her. to disagree. How about that? Um, I don't prefer Phantom Menace over Empire, but Phantom Menace is my favorite of the prequels. So there's uh, that at least. No. Yeah. Revenge of no. the Sith. Yes, revenge. I but I really, I really I want to love Revenge of the Sith. It's just uh, like the the um, it, it it has some exciting scenes, but I mean I I don't like Grievous. I didn't like basically all of the second act of the movie, and the lightsaber battle at the end I think just looks silly. No. Okay. 
<laughs> I, I, I like it, but as far as the prequels go. It, it's my favorite of the prequels. Yeah. Revenge of the Sith, Empire Strikes Back, and The Force Awakens. Mm-hmm. And Rogue One falls in there uh, probably above The Force Awakens. As far as the main saga goes, I, I, I'm The Last Jedi, Empire Strikes Back, <laughs> and... Uh, the chats, I'm sorry. Oh, I, I, oh I, yeah, they're I was going gonna, crazy. I was going to say, you got something to say? <laughs> yeah, he does. <laughs> I don't think we can be friends anymore. Why? <laughs> Why? Because The Last Jedi... No, yeah, I'm, no, uh, I'm the, 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 the last Jedi. The Empire Strikes Back and The Force Awakens for me. Wait a minute, The Last Jedi, The Empire Strikes Back, and The Force Awakens. Mm-hmm. The Last the Jedi and The Force. Of- the Last Jedi and The Force Awakens were in the same trilogy, though. Or did you yeah. mean The Phantom Menace? Uh, well, I, I thought we were talking about our three our three favorite main saga films. Oh no! I was gonna say I was gonna say the main from each from each oh, trilogy. Oh, for, oh yeah, for from each trilogy, it, it would be uh, you know the Phantom Menace, Empire Strikes Back, and the Last Jedi. There we go. Oh, Revenge of the Sith is the best script of the prequels, best paced, and most entertaining. But as I get older, Phantom Menace is the best of the three. You know why that is? Because there's a lot of Senate talk about that one, and there's a, there's a lot more. Um, what do you call it? Like uh, a lot of adult, political. yeah, a lot of political adult discussion in that one. So it's more relatable for adults, other than the fart joke. That sucked. I can't believe the Gathering Shadow was Senate redistricting. Worst cosmic wars ever. I will only see it three more times today. <laughs> there we go. I I mean I I think that. A big reason why a lot of the political talk in that movie was so, you know, hated was there wasn't a whole lot. Uh, there wasn't a whole lot of a foundation narratively to make us care about what they were talking about. You know, we knew oh trade disputes and you know blockading Naboo, but it's like okay, well, how did this all come about? Like, you know, why is this now suddenly a problem? So mm-hmm. so what when when they're having their political discussions and stuff, it just comes off as jibber jabber basically because you don't know what caused it all. Now does the book Plagueis does that come out before did that come out before Phantom Menace or after? That came out after. That after, came out I, th- I think I th- that came out between episodes two and three. Because I have Or maybe hard- it even came out after after episode three. I think it came out after episode three. I think that I think the book came out in two thousand and five. Oh, okay. Because I I had a very hard time reading through that because there was so much political brouhaha in it. And I was just like, oh, my God. You know, I just kind of speed read through a lot of that because I was like, I don't, I don't care about this crap. <laughs> <laughs> just get to the action already. I'm, I'm just not a political person. And it it bores me. And most of it I don't agree with anyway. So, Oh, Travis. Rogue One toward the end. Empire toward the Empire like in the bottom three. Whew. Jedi at top. All right. Well. All right. 
We can't all be perfect. Let's just say that. <laughs> and like I said, everybody has their favorites and and everybody has their favorites for different reasons. I mean, maybe that was the first movie you saw in the theater. Maybe that was like you saw that movie, that particular movie with a loved one that's no longer with you. And so it's just kind of special to you. There's there's a lot of different factors that play into which is your favorite. So good on you for having your favorites. I don't know what your reasons are necessarily, but yeah, Plagueis came out in 2012. Ew, I didn't know that was, was that a long late. time after... Yeah, I could I could have sworn it had been earlier than that, but maybe I was thinking of something well, else. I, I know I didn't read it. It took me a while to read it because I kept putting it on because <laughs> I was like, this is going to be political. I just knew it. Travis says, so, unless you read Cloak of Deception, it doesn't make a lick of sense. I'm not I'm, sure I like that one either. I'm trying to remember what that one was about. Oh, but. John, John Biscardi's on. How are you, John? Mr. Biscardi. Phantom would have been better if it was Alderaan and not the unknown Naboo. At least we'd have a reference point. I, can, I like I the idea agree with that, that they were. Uh, I could agree with that to to a degree, but I I like you for one thing. You had Tatooine, you had Tatooine, and that was a decent reference point. But also, I like the fact that, and and we've kind of talked about this before. You're dealing with a galaxy. You're dealing with a not just a solar system, you know, just a few nine, ten planets or whatever. You're dealing with a guy, and that's a lot. There is a lot there, and to expand one's, you know, preference, we want to see something other than the same planets we saw and same three planets we saw in the original trilogy. So, yeah, I like we got different. I mean, we got we had Endor, we got Naboo, and Oh, I think of other planets, but anyways, you know what I'm saying. <laughs> yeah, well, what, and and now we've moved to an entirely new galaxy after only having seen like twelve yeah. of the planets in this one. I know, right? Well, we 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 got to see Alderaan, you know, seconds before it was blown up. <laughs> we got to see it from a distance, and Han drove right through it. So you know, and we got. And then we've got uh, we you had uh, um, you had the Obi Wan series, and a lot of that, not a lot of it, but there was a good a good piece of it took place on Alderaan. You had the scene at the end of Revenge of the Sith where you saw the Tantafor land, and he brings the baby out, and everybody's happy. And yes, we only saw and we saw it blow up. <laughs> So, oh, she is really on fire tonight. <sighs> Such a needy animal. Now, usually, she'll if I ignore, she'll go over to the right and lay on the kitty bed I have on the cedar chest. But tonight, she's just like, I need attention. Look at me. Look at me. <laughs> it's not Thursday. What are you doing? <laughs> Exactly. Pay attention to me. So I don't we probably like need to get Yeah, I know. <laughs> so or basically, they, <laughs> they had. Uh, so they, they they captured the or they they want him to help capture the ship. Um, that so they can 
retake Mandalorian Mando. Uh, they want the weapons on it. They want the weapons, so they can retake Mandalore as a planet. Um, the ship and Debbie, you'll know this now, but the ship was the the same ship that. Um, oh, now Callus Agent Callus had in Rebels. Oh yeah, the, you mentioned that last week. The, the cruiser that they were trying to capture. And 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 honestly, the only reason I recall that is because the Rebels cruiser had was I, I own that Lego set. It's around here somewhere. But um, as soon as it was featured in Mando, it had already been retired from the Rebels line. But as soon as it was featured, I mean, the price just like skyrocketed. So I was like, "Ooh, secondary market, baby!" <laughs> no, I'm never gonna sell my Legos. You're crazy. <laughs> So anyway, um, they they start to take the ship. We're being attacked. There's like ten or twelve of them. There's four. <laughs> yes, but they're Mandalorians. Yeah, Mando gets his his hero moment where he runs out into gunfire. And yeah, yeah, and and of course with the best guards, he's got his uh, Superman. The bullets just bouncing off of him, and um, we we see um, they, they they contact Gideon, and he basically says, "Okay, they're there. You've lost. Crash the ship. Just you know what to do. You know what to do. Just crash the ship." Oh, that's worth some money right there, sir. Oh my gosh. Do you know that that's like thousands of dollars right there? You sell that on the secondary market. <laughs> Need to pay for college? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> that's like that's like down payment on a car kind of money. And maybe paying a lot of it off. Anyway. <clears throat> So they go to crash the ship. They end up getting onto the thing. They capture the ship, and he suicides himself. He no, I'm sorry, we said that wrong. He unalives himself. We got to be politically correct about this. And I I, I like how they made it uh, a little bit less gruesome than it is in real life. Instead of like a uh, like a cyanide pill that has him foaming at the mouth and convulsing, it's just a little little zap. Yeah, little electricity, electric shock. So, got to make it kid friendly. And then she tells him to go and find Ahsoka, and she tells him where to find Ahsoka. And he goes back to get his ship, and it's covered in seaweed and strings held together by strings by spit and duct tape. It doesn't matter if it's still in the box. It doesn't matter. That's that's the. I mean, it won't be as much, but it's still worth. I mean, even out of the box is a lot. So, um, but then he heads off and rides off into the sunset in search of Ahsoka. 
but we got to make a pit stop first and get our ship fixed. So, oh, and then, of course, Grogu gets attacked by his food uh, yet again. In the ship. Well, well after, after all those unborn babies he ate, maybe he kind of deserves it. Maybe <laughs> he had it coming. <laughs> it was revenge. So, average price on that, still in the box, is about $2,800. Uh... There you go. $2,800 sitting in your closet. One of these days, I got to figure out how much all my Pop Funkos are worth. You know what? I was talking about that the other day because, you know, I, I've the, the cons, you go to these conventions and that's like the biggest, like everybody has Funkos. Yeah. Every booth, every vendor that you stop at, that's like, even if they're selling like Sensi, they've got some Funkos that they're selling too. And it's like, ah, but and I look at it and I'm like, that is this generation's beanie babies. That's gonna be, you know, 10, 20 years from now, people are gonna have thousands and thousands of them thinking they've got millions of dollars and they're gonna be like, eh, 10 bucks, maybe. <laughs> I just think they're cute. I don't collect them for well, I can't say I collect them because I only got like four or five, but I've got I just three. think they're cute. And they're small. Three. I've got like 50. <laughs> I've got three. I've got a Darth Vader. I've got a Stormtrooper. And I've got a big, big, it's like the jumbo size Mandalorian with Grogu. Nice. And I got, I, the only, I was gifted Darth Vader and the Stormtrooper and the, the big one I found at a garage sale for five bucks. So I was like, there we go. I have. Uh, I'd say about 30% of the Funkos that I have are all Star Wars. Like, I have all the Praetorian Guards from The Last Jedi. I have uh, I have Luke and his Endor poncho. Uh, I have a scene of Kylo Ren fighting a, fighting a, fighting a Praetorian. I have Jyn Erso. Uh, I, have, uh, I have all kinds. Uh, I, a, a few pretty... Pretty rare ones too. I I have a, a golden Darth Vader. That was that's kind of nifty. Mm. I have uh, I have one of Chewbacca wrapped up in Christmas lights. For that would have been a, uh, was that a Target one? I think so. I think because I think Target. I seem to remember that one. Just because they did a whole Target did a whole bunch of crap for Christmas a couple of years back with uh, like the Black Series figures. They had a whole line of Christmas Black Series figures and. All that other stuff. So, yeah. Target always has the best stuff. I always, I like, I, I definitely prefer Target over Walmart. My Walmart has this, has had the same Liam, Liam Hemsworth and Jeff Goldblum pops from Independence Day 2 for seven years. I bought them both just because it's funny to me. <laughs> Yes, the Christmas special callback. We're gonna watch the Christmas special. No, I'm kidding. We're not gonna do that. We're not gonna do that again. No, we're not watching the Christmas special. Not again. Yeah. We did that last year. If you want to see that, go back. Last year we talked about the Christmas special and it was horrible on our old channel. On our old channel, yes. Debbie, did we miss anything? Uh, Other than no. a, an extensive talk about the prequel trilogy. Which was great. Don't get me wrong. <laughs> well, I mean, you know, we always go down the rabbit hole. Oh, Michael hole. says, do it. 
do it. Oh, I'll watch it. I watch it every year. I'm just not going to talk about it again. But yeah, I watch. I watch the what you call it Christmas special every year for Christmas after Thanksgiving. (laughs) After Thanksgiving, Thanksgiving's first. Yeah, the Christmas season doesn't start until after Thanksgiving. They started playing Christmas music at my clinic today, and I about ri- I, I about wrung somebody's neck because I just wow. did not want to hear it. <laughs> we've got we've got our we've got one radio station that starts their Christmas. We've got two that play it all the time once Christmas season gets here. But we we my son and I, Luke and I, have a running bet as to who who starts first and when. And I think I, I have November 11th at like noon pegged. So this coming Saturday. <laughs> well, on, on uh, HBO Max, <clears throat> they already have Christmas movie. They have uh, a Christmas story, which usually doesn't come out till Thanksgiving Day. And they have Elf in some other Christmas movies. I, was well, like, I, think, I thought Max had a Christmas yeah. story on there all the time. No, it's it's um, seasonal. They haven't had it on all year. Oh, lame. Got to give more people a reason to subscribe. No. <laughs> Absolutely not. There are two Christmas songs in this world that I... I, I always like to think of a radio station to where, like, they, they see, you know, they're, they're looking at these numbers and the numbers are going up and down as far as, you know, listeners and things like that. And then if a certain song comes on and then it dives down, they're like, oh, well, we can't play that song anymore. And I wish I, I wish they had something like that. I know it doesn't exist. This is just something that goes on in my mind. But all I want for Christmas is you, any version, and uh, last Christmas, any version. That that song by Wham, Last Christmas, I Gave You My Heart. That's not a Christmas song. That's a song that just happens to take place around Christmas. That's like saying Die Hard's a Christmas movie. Which Die Hard is, is. Die Hard is a Christmas movie, but Last Christmas is not a Christmas song. <laughs> oh, and look at Travis. Look at what he just did. Travis, I <laughs> I like this one, Travis. <laughs> oh, that's good. That's good. I like that. It's gone from scary to carry, which is also scary. Well, to me, anyway. I can I only like listen it. to that a few times and then I'm over it. No, I'm. I can't listen to. It. I, I like. You, you I like, make it to a few times. I, I like, yeah. Well, I, I, I don't listen to regular radio. So at work, I listen to Pandora, which is always on my Star Wars channel. So, <laughs> and I only play CDs in my car. So I never listen to the radio unless I'm in somebody else's car. And then I like, I like Bing Crosby, I like Trans Siberian Orchestra. As far as Christmas music goes, I like that. I like the older Christmas, you know, the the Nat King Coles, the Eartha Kitts, the uh, I can't even think of who sings that one that I really really like. Ray Conniff singers, you know, things like that. I'm very traditional Christmas, so anyway, the Burl Lives, 
Frosty, you know, Hank Williams, Frosty the Snowman, and Rudolph. Only Christmas song I care about is uh, Mr. Hanky the Christmas Pooh from South yeah. Park. Mr. Hanky the Christmas <laughs> Pooh. He loves me. <laughs> I love you. <laughs> it's a wholesome song. It is. It's great. Actually, that whole South Park, that, that South Park Christmas album. Go listen to that because there's a lot of good ones on there. <laughs> Merry effing Christmas and the the uh, Christmas time in hell. That's the good one. <laughs> <laughs> and okay, he says Christmas time by Brian Adams is underrated. I'll also say um, same old Lang Syne by Dan Fogelberg. I like that one too. That's not really a Christmas song, just takes place at Christmas, but anyway. All right, Debbie, did we miss anything? We good? No. After all the rabbits we chased. Uh, shameless plugs, what have we got? Uh, today's Wednesday. Okay, so we are not on tomorrow night. That's why we were on tonight, because Special previous... Edition. Yeah, previous engagements. Um, Friday, do we have a hobby hut coming up? If not, you can watch some of the stuff that's already been put up. Saturday's Geek Gauntlet, they talk everything. Uh, Monday, hopefully we will be back with MCU Monday. Uh, since we uh, missed last week, we will be talking Loki epi episode four and five, or five and six, because we got the um, series finale. And no Sith Dominion for two or three I weeks, think right? Two weeks. Um, but again, go check if you haven't checked it out or you missed some episodes, go to the Sith Dominion playlist where you can listen to them all in order and all of this is on our geek news now official youtube site just look for geek and if news you want to watch it on a podcast we got a bunch of links down below that you know spotify good post good post <laughs> good pods um and whatever other was, oh platform. i heart radio i heart radio that was the cool oh, one. yeah i, heart, I was a, well, I don't I, know I have that oh we are on I heart radio I like that. That yeah. makes me happy. iHeartRadio. I just because I know that one, I, I recognize that's that's cool. That makes that okay. Um, Cam, shameless plugs. What do we got? Uh, well, my uh, my previous Hitman video is up to like six hundred views already. As uh, somehow, uh, I don't know. Uh, I think it's up to eight hundred. I haven't really? seen the second. I haven't seen the second one yet. I've only uh, seen the first one. I, I was going to say, I'm honestly surprised that it's blowing up that much. Eight hundred and forty. Well, Ooh. you know, um, wow. after a while, I, I went in and kind of changed some stuff around tags and whatever yeah. hashtags yeah. or whatever. And then the next time I looked, I was like, "Holy crap! It really took off for something." I don't know if it was what I did or if. Somebody just came across it and spread it oh. across the universe. But yeah, it's up to 840 views. Wow. I'll take Very it. nice. Well, awesome. <laughs> um, well, if you haven't seen it, go uh, go watch it to prepare for my 
trilogy topper. <laughs> oh, I will have to watch it. I'll have to make it 840. There goes the cat again. Good lord. I know. I think I just got a bunch of ass hair on my face. <laughs> that is gross. Stuck to my lip gloss. De <laughs> Debbie, what you do in your personal time is something you don't I have know. to hear on stream. <laughs> Sorry, guys. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> oh, well. Anyway. All right. So we got another Hitman coming out. Another Cam and Focus Hitman. Um, I don't think I've got anything. Not till January. Oh, you do want to go ahead and you know, check us out on all the social medias. You want to, you know, YouTube's, the Twitters, the Facebooks, the not Chewy's butt, but <laughs> the tickety talk, the tickety talk, and the, the the Instagrams and the World Wide Web's geeknewsnow.net. Go check that. <laughs> we got a lot of articles out there. A lot of good writers putting out a lot of great content. Um, you want to when you go when you're on YouTube. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> yeah, I'm a totally different person on a Wednesday night. <laughs> I'm, I'm telling you, it's it's because oh. the cat thinks it's not not Thursday yet. So she is totally she's off. You, we no we have night. totally screwed your cat's inner inner calendar. So I'm I don't even know what day. I went into work thinking it was Tuesday today, and <laughs> I went into work knowing that it's Friday because I've got a good long weekend coming up for me so um but when you go to youtube don't forget you want to hit that like and subscribe button also hit the alert button so that you know when we go live for cool stuff like this also december starting on december 1st i am doing a i'll be doing a daily live lego build um, Ooh, yeah it's and nothing special, nothing horrid. I've got the Lego Star Wars Advent Calendar, so it's just a little. It's either a minifigure or a little micro set or something. But I'll be doing one daily. It's only like it's gonna take like five minutes. So make sure you hit that alert button so that you see because it's during the day. I work during the day, and then you know come home in the evenings. And depending on what's going on that evening, it may be early in the evening. It may be late at night. So, but it'll be live nonetheless. So you'll want to see, have that alert button smash so you know when we do go live. Because I can't commit to a schedule. I have a fear of commitment. How about that? Even though I've been married for like 20 years. Yes. <laughs> Andrew has the bell on. There you go. Good man. So, if that's all, then I guess we'll call it for tonight. We will see all of you on MCU Mondays. Don't forget MCU Mondays. But if you only watch the Star Wars show, you only watch Cantina, we'll see you next Thursday where we will be talking about the next episode in Mando Season 2. What's the title of that one? The Siege. The Siege. The Siege, yes. So we will see you all next week. Y'all all have a great week. And may the Force be with you all. Put me down! Father! That was pretty wizard, wasn't it, son? What? I'm bringing it back!